Hey everybody, welcome back to the Gars cast. Sorry we're so late. Uh, this is technically episode 3, but because of a mistake by a certain someone who does our editing, me, uh, I totally forgot to save my end of our last podcast and lost the audio from it. That was my bad. Uh, as, as usual, my partner in crime's here with me, Swithin. Yo. And I'm Mike, and welcome back. And this episode, it's a very special episode. I think this is close to our hearts. Um, I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of the show and the card games, and I'm really actually looking forward to start reading the mangas and all the other stuff. Uh, we're, today we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes, sir. And I think we should. In in typical part of our podcast we're going to start discussing the games that we started that we played for it the not the card games we will get to the cards later there's just so much on the cards that we don't want to touch first thing we're probably going to spend very little time talking about the games because i don't know about your memories within on the whole uh video game part but i have more memories on playing cards than i do actually playing the games um mine was Alright, I played quite a bit of, uh, like, Capsule Monsters and, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, but other than that, I haven't played a whole lot. So, what would you say is your, uh, your, your first, uh, <clears throat> Yu-Gi-Oh! video game that you played? Um, I think that Capsule Monsters was my top one. And then my second one was rather Duelists of the Roses or um, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX Tag Force. Uh, uh, I'm trying. I'm sitting here trying to figure out Yu-Gi-Oh! Ca- monster ca- or Capsule Monster. Uh, which one is that one? Because uh, there's a few of them. Like, what what console was it on? How about that? Um, it was on. PlayStation 2. All three oh, of so these. Oh, so that's way... Yeah. Oh, so that's way down. That's probably why I'm not saying it. I'm up high on the list. Because, once again, I'm going to sit here and say the, the first Yu-Gi-Oh! video game I played, which kind of date my, dates myself. I was 10 when this game came out in uh, Japan. I was 10 when it came out in America. Mm-hmm. I played Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters for the Game Boy. Not the Game Boy Color! The Game Boy. <laughs> Back when Exodia was legal to use in the video games. Yeah. <laughs> I and I played that. I actually didn't play that one until I was in middle school, so I was a little older than ten. Nice. And uh, I actually didn't get into the cards until about middle school, also. Like I enjoyed the show, but it, at that time, also, like, is is the nineties. Pokemon. I mean, everyone was obsessed with Pokemon, and then Yu-Gi-Oh! came around, and I was just like, okay, this is kind of cool, I can get into this. Mm. But, at the time, it was like, either I can have Pokemon cards, or Yu-Gi-Oh! cards, and it was just like, ah, I gotta go with Pokemon, because all my friends have Pokemon cards. Yeah. And now and now I'm that weird guy who all my friends have, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Magic cards, and I'm sitting over here with Final Fantasy cards. Mm. Yeah. But I was smart when... I- 
I was smart when I bought these Final Fantasy cards. I bought two decks, so I can play with someone. <laughs> well, I guess that works. But, uh... And for unfortunately, the other card game that I have, I only bought one deck for, so I'm just, like, looking at, like, nobody plays this game. And I looked it up, like, how to play it, and the guy... I watched the video on it. I can't remember what it was called, either. Mm. I don't know where my deck is. But, uh, I watched the video on the guy... The guy was just like, nobody plays this anymore because it's so complicated. And I'm like, oh, great. Yeah, I oh. never really got into <clears throat> a whole lot of different card games. I mainly just stuck to Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, well, my whole thing was I try to be diverse with all my stuff. And it's just like, okay, this card game kind of looks cool. I'll give it a try. Mm. And then, of course, I can never find anyone who plays it. Like... Did you know there was a Kingdom Hearts trading card game? I did. I have a deck somewhere around here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know where, but I have one. <laughs> so, yeah, I knew of the Kingdom Hearts card game, but I never actually saw it anywhere. I have, like I said, I have a deck somewhere. Um, wow, we just... It's amazing how we just get off topic so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Especially me. <laughs> I am a problem. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think I remember Duelist of the Roses. I think I did play that one. Uh, which one was Duelist of the Roses? Was that straight cards? Or was that the one where you're like, you have a castle and you're sending your monsters from one castle to the other? I think that might be a different one. I think that's Falsebound Kingdom. Yeah. Um... Duelist of the Roses was just a flat-out card game. Oh, yeah, Falsebound Kingdom was, uh, if I remember correctly, I'm trying to look. It, it's, I've played not, I've played quite a few games, and it's just like, all kinds of different stuff. Uh... Yeah, I think that was it. Fallsbound Kingdom. That I'm reading all the description and everything. Um, I think my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh game that I did play was uh, Yu-Gi-Oh GX for the Game Boy Advance. Mm. That was another one of those uh, straight card games, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was a, that was it was a straight card game. Yeah. Uh, you actually play. As someone who goes to the GX school, the the school that the GX series takes place in, and you get to play all those people and whatnot, and I I really like that one. I played a lot, spent a lot of time playing it. I never finished it because I always like I get my deck and I was just like, all right, and I get it built to the point where I think it's really good, and then I meet that one player I just cannot beat, mm -hmm. and then I always struggled with the uh, the tests that they do in the game. Because it's just like, okay, you need to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, and if you don't play the cards right, you fail the test, and you don't get to move on. Well, if I'm, if I'm remembering it right, uh, that game was really kind of long. And... It, it was. I, I let a friend of mine borrow it, and uh, I let him borrow it in September when school started. Mm -hmm. And I asked, I told him I was going to want it back by... He can, he can either finish it or give it back to me by the end of the school year if he doesn't finish it. 
uh, about two months before school ended, he hands it back to me. He's like, I finally finished it. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh... And he was playing it every day. Yeah. It was definitely a longer game, and, um... It's one of those games where, like, I think you have to have a custom deck for each person, because a lot of these characters had decks that specialized in taking down specific decks. Oh, yeah. And... Oh, yeah, they... Yeah. They were very... It was pain in the ass. It was very much so a pain in the ass. Uh, I'm sitting here flipping through the list, seeing if I played anything else, like, <clears throat> after GX. I, d I guess I did play Duel Links for a little bit on the phone. Mm. Um, and then I've spent a lot of times playing the new Yu-Gi-Oh game that just hit uh, consoles and the Steam store. Uh, its actual name is uh, it just kind of entirely blanking on what its actual name is. Master Duel. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Ma Master Duel, yeah. yeah. I spent a good couple hours playing that the other day. Like, yeah. Four point nine hours. Jesus. Yeah, in one sitting. <laughs> I guess I can. And I've only gotten one. I've only gotten one achievement out of it, and that was registering my player name. Oh shit. Damn. Yeah, um, I haven't played it yet, but I do have it downloading. So. Okay. And like I said, it's got a multiplayer to it, so we can always like one night on a stream it's just like oh I don't feel like killing things you want to just play cards yeah <laughs> go back to Uno 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 oh <laughs> uh, they have a new deck on Uno do they yeah it uh I, I was watching someone play it a little bit and it, se it seems to really defeat the purpose of trying to get an Uno in that game yeah because I was watching them play it, and it's just like they get down to like three cards or four cards. They throw down one card, and they have a special ability that lets them discard three cards, and there goes the rest of their hand. And they won. Mm. Yeah, I just seems like a little cheaty to me. It's a little cheaty. Uh, this, I'm trying not to giggle at this. I'm trying to be very very like mentally appropriate at the moment but Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds yeah oh um, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be appropriate <laughs> it's not working so I kind of fell out right at Yu-Gi-Oh 5D um just because like I couldn't, I couldn't get into the newer cards. Um, let's see what the hell were they called? I, I think it was wasn't Yu-Gi-Oh! Five Ds the one where they're like they're on the motorcycles going around the track and playing cards? Yeah. Yeah, I watched one episode. I'm like, the hell am I looking at? And then quit. Yeah, I definitely fell out. I mean, I watched, I think two, three episodes. I just couldn't get into it. I think it's the tuner cards is what they used. Yeah. 
which playing that uh, Yu-Gi-Oh uh, <clears throat> Duel Masters, my de the deck I use is a tuner deck. I've actually gotten to an understanding of how it works, and I can actually play it pretty well. Mm -hmm. But no, I couldn't get into that because it was just like there's so much stuff going on. What the hell? Yeah, they uh, went a little. I crazy. fell out. Uh, I think I fell out about midway through Yu-Gi-Oh GX. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it about that because uh, when Yu-Gi-Oh GX came out, like 2006. So I'm looking at the games. I'm not actually looking at when the show was released because like 2005 is the last Yu-Gi-Oh game I actually think I bought, or the Yu-Gi-Oh GX Duel Academy. Mm -hmm. And I was watching the show alongside of it, and uh, yeah, I I, I fell out of the show because I think at the time I was starting to get into different anime. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, uh, and also Yu-Gi-Oh GX was on when I was at work, because yeah. I get off, I get out of school, I'd head to work. Just, yeah, I was working. Uh, like when I turned fifteen, I got a job. Yeah, I don't. I think I watched most of Yu-Gi-Oh GX, but I don't think I ever finished it. Like you, I yeah, just... issues like getting the schedule down to actually watch any of them. Oh, here's another one that I played on the Game Boy Advance. That I actually really liked it, and when they introduced it into the show, I I thought it was a cool idea. Mm -hmm. Dungeon Dice Monsters. Oh yeah, that would been fun to play. I played the game on the Game Boy Advance. I thought it was fun. Was it? Like I played the crap out of it. I made. I actually beat it. Hmm. I don't remember how it ended, mind you, because this was. It released in 2001. This was back when I was in middle school when I played it. So. Like, it's 2022, so it's over 20 years ago. Just to date myself once more. Um, what was it on again? It was on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Like, I was just to give an idea. I was born in I was born in '98. So yeah, I was in middle school, early 2000s. Or '98, not '98, '88. Jesus Christ! I hear my wife laughing because I'm getting numbers mixed up. I was born in '88, so I was in middle school in uh 2001, and then. And of course, like, it, to give people a general idea of how things were, I grew up in California for a good, the good first 10, 11, 12 years of my life. Mm. And I was, I, and you've seen me, I'm a white guy. Oh, yeah. I was a minority in my school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It was primarily Mexicans and the uh, African American community. I don't try not to offend anyone with my statements here. Yeah. If I say anything, I apologize. I'm trying to be correct on this, but you know, I don't know if people are going to be like, "Oh, you could just say, you could just say this, or you could just say that." I'm just going to say something that's politically correct. Call it a day. If you don't like it, I apologize, and I can. 
apologize a thousand times, but it ain't gonna do nothing. Mm-hmm. When and then after that, uh, we moved up to Montana, and this is actually when I really started getting into Yu-Gi-Oh. We went up there. I went to a school. Nothing but white kids. I didn't know how to talk to these people. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. And they would sit there and talk to me, and I would be like, and they're like, what are you into? I'm like, I, I started really getting into Yu-Gi-Oh, and then they quit talking to me. Mm. Because I was the nerd, and yeah. And then when uh the second school I went to up in Montana, I, I made friends with the one not white kid. Mm. And we were best friends. <laughs> I was just like, I know how to talk to you. And your nerd. I could talk to you even more. Yeah. And he really got me into Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, we would sit down and, uh, see this. My, my whole story came full circle. Um, uh, we, it, but he gave me my first Yu-Gi-Oh deck. Oh, yeah. And he taught me how to play it. And we sat there, we'd play and. I was never, I wasn't good at it at first. He would always beat me, but every now and then I'd get a good draw and just, I'd just stomp him. Nice. It, it was a, it was a really fun time, like back then. And then uh, that deck he had given me, it was in my backpack, and I was, uh, I was running track and field at the time, and it got stolen out of my backpack. Mm-hmm. I think I, I. I had at the time I had an idea of the kid who did it, but it's just like I'm not gonna confront him because he already doesn't like me and has already threatened to beat me up several times. So yeah, I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut, my head down, and go tell my friend what happened. And I did, and he gave me another Yu-Gi-Oh deck. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I yeah never had anybody uh, to play Yu-Gi-Oh with till like high school and by then I was not necessarily super into playing Yu-Gi-Oh just as you get out so you find some people who are in yeah but I still like t- talking about Yu-Gi-Oh and I still oh, yeah, had no, it's, a, it's a shit ton of cards <laughs> yeah I have my cards somewhere around here I have a deck around here somewhere too I think I know where it is too it's one of those things where it's just like, I have the cards, I have no one to play with. I have enough cards to make a second deck. I guess I could teach my one of my kids to play. You know, one of these days I need to get my cards out and uh, put together a deck maybe we can play. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. And we could also sit down and figure out how to play this Final Fantasy game. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea how it's played either. I just like I pulled out one of them. I flipped the cards. Like these are really cool. And I sat down. And I was like I started reading the instructions, and I don't remember what happened. That why I stopped. But I don't know. It's one of those things where it's, it's there, but it's not there. Yeah. Um. You got anything else to say about any more games at all? Because I am completely out of ideas. Like I said, games didn't go on very long, but once we start getting into the cards, oh boy, I feel like we have things to say. Yeah, um... I didn't actually realize how many games there were. Oh, I know! There are a lot of games! 
And I really kind of want to get all of them. <laughs> oh, it's no kidding. Just sit down and just pick them all up. And but burn it solid one weekend. I'm really kind of interested in that Dungeon Dice Monsters. Oh, God. Yeah, dude. I... It starts out really slow, but once you actually start figuring out how it works, you fly right through it. it I, I Again, I found it enjoyable. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of like the uh, capsule monsters. It takes a second to figure out, and then once you get it down, you can fly through the game. Oh, there's another Yu-Gi-Oh! game coming out. Is there? Wait, I, I went to the very bottom of the yes list. Is Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, which is the one that came out that we're talking about. And looking at it, it's on everything, including mobile. Oh, shit. Uh, but there's one coming out called Cross Duel, and that looks like it's just going to be... It says TBA, iOS, Android. Mm. So they're releasing nothing but... Uh, they've been releasing... A, I've noticed they've been releasing a lot of phone games lately. Yeah. I guess they... Oh, they do have one on the Switch. Uh... Uh, Rush Duel, Dawn of the Battle Royale. I don't like the idea of a Rush Duel. Huh. I like it. I I like playing the cards, but I like it because you can sit down, you can take your time, and contemplate your next move. I don't like the idea of. I don't know what Rush Duel is. I haven't actually looked at it. I. This is news to me that it even came out. Yeah. It came out December seventh of twenty twenty one. So the, yeah, this is even more news to me. But, uh, like, maybe it's just, oh, it's just saying, it says Rush Duel, you can still take your time, whatever. Cool, yeah. But still, at the same time, it's just like, I don't like the idea of I'm being timed on how long I have to play my cards. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather take my time and enjoy myself. Well, I guess there was one, uh... Oh, there, yeah, there is other stuff after 5Ds. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel? Yeah, so... There's uh, Zexel and then... Arc V. Arc V. Yeah, this is... Again, once again, news to me. Um, mm. I guess I do have Legacy of the Duelist on PlayStation. Okay. Which is... Um, it, it just takes place throughout, like, the entire Yu-Gi-Oh! history. You're just tra time-traveling, pretty much, and then playing the most famous card duels and whatnot. And mm. I think I did try playing the Zexel story, and the cards just confused the shit out of me. I'm just like, I feel like if I actually dedicated my time to those, I'd figure it out, but it's just, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. I'm kind of looking, and Yu-Gi-Oh! 5DS only had two seasons, Zexel only has three, and Arc V has three. How many seasons did the, orig the first two have? Um, the original had five seasons, and GX I only had Because it was the three. best. So. I feel like the show kind of fell apart when they took Yugi out of it completely. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, the sh the show is called Yu-Gi-Oh, and like Yugi is 
mm. main character of the first part. Yeah, I mean, like I said, GX is good still, but it's not like, quite the same. Yeah, well, they had Yugi was in it for one episode, yeah. not even like three minutes, and all he did was give uh, Jaden the uh, Winged Karibo card. Yeah, I think Winged Karibo kind of helped keep the show interesting, but yeah, but after that, I think it just kind of wasn't all that wonderful. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, they uh, added new cards, and I think adding shit to a game that's already really fun just kind of overcomplicated things. Well, it's not just adding new cards making things overcomplicated. I think the whole issue is adding these twisted and convoluted rules. Mm hmm just to make just like oh well now if you have this card like I, I, I'm going to go back on to the whole tuner thing mm. with the tuner deck it's like if you have a tuner card and a regular card you can sacrifice these two cards to special summon this card which now has is classified as two monster cards so if you have another special card come up you can sacrifice that; it'll take up two spots. While this card only and the other card will take up one, so you can summon the three level three monster. Mm -hmm. It's just like, uh, what? <laughs> it's just overcomplicating uh, special summon monsters. And yeah, no, that's meh. yeah. And the next thing is like, oh, if you do like a triple spring backflip, you can special summon the ultimate Exodia card. And if you manage to stick it and, st and attach your feet to the ceiling and hold that position for 30 seconds, you instantly win the game. Yeah. I swear to God, if anyone freaking does that, send me the YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. Um. <laughs> I'll, I'll spend the entire time trying to figure out how they did it, just like... He, you'll get your first, like, 300 views on that video just for me trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, see, what do you want to talk about next? The uh, actual animes? Uh, let, yeah, let's go into... Let's save the cards for last, because like I said, I'm sure we both have our favorite cards. Yes. And we can go on forever about them. So let's go into the anime and mangas. Um, and of course, the best place to start is where we started. Yeah. In the original Yu-Gi-Oh! Back when Joey was an asshole. Tristan was an asshole. Mm -hmm. Tia was still hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... So, the original series, I really kind of liked the, like, extreme differences between different characters. And, like, each person had their personality and then their deck just matched that personality. 
Like, uh... Oh, yeah, no, they... I definitely think they lined up decks with just how people should be. Uh, I'm pulling up a character list because, for some reason, names are not coming to me. Um, like, the biggest person, I think, like, had the perfectly matching deck to them was my Valentine. Yeah, my was a good one. Um... You remember... Well, because, like, when, when... I remember watching the show, like, when Mai first came on the scene, it's like, she's a frickin' harpy. And then she starts pulling out harpies. I'm like, she's a frickin' harpy! Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, do you remember Rex Raptor and Weevil Underwood? Oh, my God. Oh, God, yes. Both their decks were fit to the T. Well, it doesn't help that they all were also named after their decks. Yeah. Weevil Weevil was a bug user. Rex was a dinosaur user. Mm. Um. Oh God, I'm trying to find that one guy. Um. Mako Tsunami. Uh. Yeah, he's another one. Um. Mm. No. Uh. It was uh. The the dude who was uh Bandit Keith. The dude, he had the American flag and he pulled a gun on Pegasus. Oh, yeah. That's right. I was just like, I sat there and I remember watching this. I'm just like, I feel like that's how Japan sees us sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely uh, how they see us because there's so many animes out there that, like, the Americans are always gun-toting massive bulky people yeah um oh uh maximilian pegasus deck fantastic i, I loved I, the tunes oh yeah that's right he, he freaking used the tune cards yeah yeah he was definitely like and they, i felt they were really cheaty too like sitting yeah. there watching it just like they were definitely a little cheaty. Um, they weren't so bad and um, just normal cards. But in the anime show, they were definitely overpowered. Did Tristan have a deck? Tristan... I don't I, think he did. I don't remember him ever playing. I just remember him always standing off to the side like, yeah, hi, how's it going? I mean, like, come on. Even Tia had a deck, and she had a great deck. Yeah. Um. They never released her deck either. Like, I'm sitting here looking through the card decks, and I'm not finding her stuff anywhere. No, hers... I think hers was more like girl version of Yu-Gi-Oh's deck. Yeah, so didn't she have a magi uh, black magician, dark magician girl? Yeah. Well, she also had... Uh... Oh, what the hell was it called? It was like uh, Karibo, but uh, he had wings. Yeah, she had a, uh, I think Angel Karibo. Yeah. I'm trying to look it up and. 
I'm literally trying to pull up her deck from the anime. And it's not showing me her deck from the anime. Oh, wait, here it is. Uh... I'm flipping, sorry. I'm trying to see if I can find her deck. I, I can't find anything on her deck. Like, at all. Yeah, her... She only, uh, according to this, she only played twice. Yeah, she only played once, twice throughout the whole anime. She, the first, she played against Joey and in the second episode and my Valentine in the 25th. Yeah. And um, according to, I, uh, it, it's not giving me a whole lot. Oh, Petite Angel, was it? Hmm. No, it wasn't Petite Angel. Um, and then it says she had she played one more time in uh, the Virtual World arc, uh, which included Dark Magician Girl. And she played against someone named Crump for two episodes, and she won. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember this episode at all. But, at, like, looking at it, she played three times mm. in the show, and she won all three of her matches. Yeah. I think she, if I remember right, she struggled really hard, though. She did. Yeah, I'm sitting here pulling up information. Uh, do 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 do. Go back. Um. Okay, I'm pulling up Joey's because I know Joey had some losses. Yeah, he definitely had some losses, big time. Um. Um. She yeah. Uh, so Joey, he, here's Joey's. Okay, so episode one, he lost to Yugi. Episode two, he lost to Tia Gardner four plus four times off screen. So he lost to her five total times. <laughs> oh, hell. Uh, My Valentine, he won. Rex Raptor, he won. Seto Kaiba, he lost. Bonds, he won. Para and Docs, he won with Yugi. Uh, Candid. Bandit Keith, he won, uh, lost against Yugi, and uh, his very last time, it looks like here, for Duelist Kingdom, was against Mai, and there was no Valentine. There was no result. There was no Valentine. Oh, my God. Um, and the Duelist Kingdom, he played once against De Duke Devlin and lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Battle City, uh, he lost because he got caught cheating. Hmm, yeah. To Seeker. Uh, he beat Esperosa, Weevil Underwood, Mako Tsunami, Odeon, uh, Seto Kaiba, he won, uh, it says Seto Kaiba, Yami, Merrick, and Yugi Moto. Uh, it says he won against Merrick, but lost against Yugi and Kaiba. Uh, 
Uh, Yami Merrick, he was disqualified. Seto Kaiba, he lost, and uh, the match between him and Yugi in episode one forty three was not shown who won or lost. But I think it's safe to say that Joey lost against Yugi. Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. And then it says another. For some reason, there's another Battle City just like randomly out there. It was a draw, partially controlled by Merrick Ishtar. Uh, I, I'm literally just sitting here counting all his wins and losses. No, not counting, just like stating. He he played a lot. Like, yeah. it is ridiculous the amount that he's played. But I see a lot of loses. Like, I see a lot more loses than I do see wins for him. Yeah, he was really kind of bad at the game. But uh, he was, but he had some damn good cards. Yes. It's like uh, and when we get into the cards, um, his time wizard and the uh, baby dragon, yeah. I think were like his, his, his were a winning combination, especially with and his red eyes black dragon. Mm. But see, the problem was his red eyes black dragon had a fusion with uh, oh god, what was it? Gaia, I can't think of his whole name. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. Tristan because... actually played a few times. Looks like has he? Yeah. It. I don't re remember him ever playing. Says he was. Uh, doing Nesbit and episodes 106 to 107. Um, yeah, I don't remember that at all. But it took 106 episodes for him to play once. Yeah. And then it says he played against like Yugi and Joey a few times. And they were all losses. Oh god. Uh, oh, he was possessed by. Uh, possessed by Yami Bakura. And he played uh, against Yugi. But I wouldn't count that as really playing. Yeah. Yeah, anytime anyone goes up against Yugi, it's just kind of like, and you're done. Yeah. I think Yugi's lost a few, too. Um, let me see here. I'll pull it up here. Not very often. No. Um, let's see here. It says, okay, so I, I, I pulled up his win-loss list here. Okay, never mind. Because it's like Yugi's deck. Like, uh. Oh, Yugi had two different decks because afterwards he started playing with his grandpa's deck. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Because, yeah, like the first game, it was up against Joey, and it's like outcome win. And it says Yugi's deck, and then after it says grandpa's deck. Oh, he lost. His first loss was the Maximilian Pegasus. Hmm. 
And it's just like win, 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 win. Rebecca Hawkins. I don't remember Rebecca Hawkins. But he lost to her. I'm just like sitting here. Oh, she's the youngest American Duel Monsters champion, formerly held by Bandit Keith in the American English anime. She's the intercontinental champion, Rebecca, who goes to granddaughter, Arthur Hawkins. Okay. So yeah, she uh, she basically is became better than Bandit Keith. Yeah. Which is fine by me. I don't know what's in her deck. Uh. Hmm. But yeah, not. Um. Well, he did lose to Seto Kaiba once. Did he? Yeah, uh... It's right after Para and Docs. Oh, do you remember that battle with Para and Docs? Um... I don't think That was... So. That was the one where they played the Labyrinth card, and that Labyrinth popped up. And they had to move their... That would have been fun, too, to play. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that whole concept behind that was just I was I remember watching that I'm just like oh man they should really let you play it that way yeah hmm. uh, let's see here and then like I'm flipping down friendship deck I have no idea like, I, I don't remember him ever changing decks. But then again, I do remember him getting, like, more and more cards as he goes through. Yeah. And it looks like he doesn't lose again until about 156 through 158 in episode 163. Huh. Yugi played against Yami Yugi in episode 163. Yeah, I think... And uh... lost. Oh, that was in one of the Shadow Realms, if I remember right. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. Uh, win, 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 win. Oh, I get. Oh, in Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, in Yu-Gi-Oh the movie Pyramid of Light, he does play against Jaden Yuki, so he does make an appearance in the in that movie. Mm -hmm. And the, it's not shown if he wins or loses. Um, and now I'm getting into the games again. Oh, I'm, uh, but yeah, no, that series, it had a lot to go on. And when they introduced like Sly for the Sky Dragon and all those other ones, I thought they were really cool, mm -hmm. but like having the actual card in hand, it was complicated to actually summon it. Very. I could never figure out how to summon it, so I never had... I had a Slife for the Sky Dragon card, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I, I kept it I kept it on my deck, because I never knew how to play it. I actually have all three. And then nice. I have... Well, the three that I have, 
they're like the aftermarket where they started making way too many and they're all oh, in English. Oh, you just... It, it was pretty much just like, and here you go. Yeah. Um, but I have a Wing Dragon of Raw, one of the original Japanese version cards. And I don't read Japanese, so... <laughs> <laughs> Para and Docs make a lot of appearances. Like they made more than just one appearance. I'm seeing. Like I've jumped over to uh, look up the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh GX stuff. I'm looking at Jaden's plays, mm-hmm. and Para and Docs also make an appearance. And I somehow must have missed that episode. Like I said, I yeah, didn't watch all of it. Uh, he plays against Dark Magician Girl. I kind of want to go watch that episode now. Oh. Just like flipping through. Uh, so, out of all the decks, though, in Season 1, before we jump into Season 2, uh-huh. what deck, if you could have, would you have? I really kind of wanted rather Odeon's deck. I don't remember what his deck was. It was... um, Shit, I can't even remember what all he had, but I remember he had a pretty badass deck. And then... um, I wanted Mokuba's, uh, Kaiba's little brother's deck. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would say if I had to pick two decks out of all of them that I can honestly remember, I would say I would take Joey's deck. Because his deck, if done right, could have been unstoppable. Yeah. Um, I... Pretty much had all of his, all of his cards, so that's kind of why I didn't say his. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, well, the other deck that I would take, and I don't like the character per se, but his deck was damn good, especially his deck that he had in Dual City, mm. and that would be Weevil Underwoods. Mm. I had all his cards too. I- We've, I loved his deck in, in a Battle City. Like, I remember sitting there watching it. I'm just like, that is some badass stuff. Yeah, his was that is... pretty powerful. Alright, let's go into the one that I think we both barely remember. Yu-Gi-Oh! GX! GX. Now... Generation X! I... do remember a lot of uh, Jaden's deck. I do too. Um, I never got his full collection because it seemed like every time I turned around, they had a new card that he used. Oh, I know. They just, it just, they just kept pulling out new cards and, and I don't know. I got quite a few of his cards, but it just, I couldn't get them all. 
but I really liked his like all hero that yeah, elemental hero deck yes pretty badass uh, they did release his full deck if I I'm looking at it right now they did release his deck and uh, I don't think it still has all of the stuff that he had because no. of course not but uh you know who else had another actually really good deck that I was I was actually really impressed with it was uh his friend from the show Cyrus Truesdale oh yeah Cyrus that's right um he had uh he had all the vehicles I think that was him was yeah gyroid and patroid steamroid just all the vehicles with faces and everything I, th I thought his deck was just mildly was just entertaining just and the thing is if you worked with his deck the right way his deck was really powerful oh yeah but you had to have like a specific set of ways that you played with it to actually do decent damage to I think his biggest issue in that show, though, was he had no confidence. Yeah. That was his problem. Is he sat down, he, he came in, he's just like, he had no self-confidence, so he was constantly tearing himself down. And he just, he barely got wins in because mm -hmm. it was, he was hurting himself. Oh, yeah. Psyched himself I don't out remember. before anything else. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting here. I'm trying to find uh, his brother's deck, Zane. Now his deck was just—it just seemed a little cheaty. Cause I remember trying to like play out a game just by myself, and his cards. Basically, every card worked off the other cards. Which is how you actually want the game to go. Yeah. And it just built up his monsters to be, like, one shot, and the game's over. Yeah, he's, he, he was very... He very much took advantage of his deck. I'm seeing if I can actually pull up his deck to get a refresher. Oh my god, I can't actually see any of these. It is so close. Oh. No, I don't want that. Come on, you can load a little bit faster so I can look at his cards. Oh, maybe I'll just zoom in. That's why they invented zoom, right? Alright, I'm seeing this. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it. He's got a lot of dragon cards. Yeah. Basically, his entire fucking deck was dragons. It's, it's a man after my own heart looking at this. Cyber End Dragon, Cyber Dragon, and I cannot read that word. Infinity. It's blurry. 
Yep, Dra Cyber Dragon Infinity. He technically had two different decks because uh, when he... I forget how he turned evil. I think it was like some shadow shit or some shit. And uh, he became evil and like his whole deck kind of changed. Uh, another character I actually really liked from the sh from GX, and I thought she had a pretty interesting deck too, mm. was uh, Alexis Rhodes. She was a lot like uh, Maya Valentine. Uh, yeah, her her deck was a lot of cyber stuff. Yeah. Like she had Cyber Petite Angel, Cyber Tutu. I'm like pulling up all these pictures. Yeah, all her cards were were cyber, but they were slightly cutesy. Yeah. They were, it, it, she basically had an entire female deck from what I'm looking at here. Mm. Because all I, I like all the cards are popping up, and I'm just seeing bosoms, except for Cyber Petite Angel. Yeah, so, yeah, she had a, and she built her deck pretty well, too. Like, she was pretty beastly. Mm. So I remember, like, playing her in the game, and she was just, she would just hand my ass to me constantly. Did you ever see, um, the episode with Tanya? Maybe. I, the name rings a bell, but. Um. You know who? The one character I thought had a really weird deck in that whole series, though, was Chumley. Chumley? Oh, yeah, he had the... Marsupial deck. Yeah. That was kind of different. I never really played much with his. I remember playing him. He could... Once he gets in the right groove, like, he's pretty... He's got a pretty damn good deck. Like he, I remember him handing, handing my ass to me constantly. And it's usually like right after he summons like Master of Oz, which mm. requires like a fusion of Big Koala and Desk Kangaroo. Yeah. And that thing, just to give you an idea, it had four thousand two hundred attack points. Oh yeah. It's definitely one of the ones that uh, kicks major ass. And the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX game, he didn't have the other two fusion cards, because I'm trying to pull up one of them here. Because there's like two fusion cards I'm looking at. Besides Master of Oz, which he has three in his deck. That gives you an idea of how terrifying he fucking is. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Kalo Koala... Uh, requires Sea Koala and Tree Otter, which are two cards he doesn't have in the game, and yeah, that one's only 2,800 attack points. I'm trying to get these cards to load, but for some reason they're saying error. If I remember and, right, uh, um, he had a lot of cards that brought uh, his monsters from the graveyard, didn't he? Yeah. 
I'm struggling seeing a lot of his stuff right now. Yeah, he had a Monster Reborn in his deck. But yeah, he had a lot of cards that were always bring back what he had. Which, again, like I said, he was just such a pain in the ass. Um, let's see here. There's a lot of... There were a lot of really good... I think there were a lot of really good cards in the first season. The second season, they had some good cards, but... Or, I shouldn't say set first season. Second, the first part of the show with Yugi. The second part with Jaden was really good. Like, the Hero deck, Alexis Rhodes deck, mm -hmm. Cyrus's deck. I thought were great. But there are other people just like, I don't understand why you use this kind of deck. Yeah. Crowler being a weirdo. Um, try to remember who Crowler was. Uh, the one of the main teachers. Oh yeah. I just look up, look him up. I just Doctor Crowler. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he 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 was the headmaster. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, pulling up his deck. Why are you blocking 90% of my screen? Oh, um, yeah, he had the, X. like, golems and shit. Yeah. The ancient gear. Yeah, he had the machine, golems, and whatnot. His deck. Oh, the extra frickin'... Ancient Gear Golem plus two Ancient Gear Monsters. Fusion Summon, frickin' 4,400 attack points. And 3,400 defense points. Yeah. Not someone you want to fuss with. Um. If I remember right, he had a lot of, uh tokens and shit like that too I'm looking through his spells cuz I do I think I remember that too uh a sacrifice card to get another uh, to get draw another card or draw a spell card uh a dark target one ancient gear monster you control destroy it and do inflict your total equal half of the original attack points uh, banish a gear monster to your graveyard or from your graveyard. Those combined levels, the revealed monster. If you do normal summon, uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm just, I'm like literally flipping through his cards and. Yeah. I always thought graceful charity was a really cheap card, like more than a uh, pot of greed or jar of greed. See what. Graceful Charity do? I don't remember. Uh, draw three cards, then discard two cards. I mean... I guess... Kind well, of. like, if... 
I like my whole use for it was, and this was back when I had one in my deck, mm -hmm. was uh, like if I played a card, and then later down the road its counterpart card came up, and I lost that first card, and I can't get it back. Yeah. Then I play Graceful Charity. I get some cards. I get rid of that card I can't use. I mean, it'd probably be used as fodder mostly. Mm -hmm. Sword and Shield. Now, that was a card I hated because it was uh, a f flip the attack and defense of all face-up monsters on the field until the end of the turn. Oh, yeah. That's right. That was a quick way to fuck over your entire play. Yeah. Definitely an easy win. Because, God, like, I remember having, like, playing against a friend in high school. And he played, uh, I, I had all my beefy cards up, like, high attack points, but they had low defense points, and he threw down that sword and shield, and, oh, he just ruined my entire day. Yeah. He just threw that down and just slammed all of my monsters. I'm gonna... Because, uh, he was horrible. Yeah. Kind of looking through like all the characters from all these animes, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, and it looks like the farther you go on, the more cartoony these guys look. That does not surprise me at all. I'm gonna jump over to Zexel and oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Zexel oh, is definitely a lot more cartoony than any of them. I, I kind of want to see Yuma's deck, the main character of that one. <clears throat> oh my god, it's another one of those where I have to kind of zoom in to see... kind of deck does he use anyway? Oh, he uses this black cards. Yeah. The, uh... XYZ monsters? Yeah, the, XY, the XYZ monsters. Which is another, like, rule that I've kind of gotten to understanding. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Masters has explained a little bit of it mm -hmm. to me. So I'm just like, okay, I kind of understand this now. Oh my god. Is this XYZ where they introduced fucking the pendulum rule? The pendulum rule? Oh my god. When you play Duel Masters and you get to you get to the instructions where they teach you about the pendulum deck, welcome to my fucking nightmare. Because it's just like, oh, this is a pendulum card, this is a pendulum card. If you play them both here and here, they go back and forth, and you can special summon a monster. I haven't quite grasped how it works. Uh, it really kind of confuses me. Yeah. What Again, welcome to my world. That might be one of those things where we're going to have to watch somebody actually use the cards.
let me see if I can find a better way to explain this. Uh, okay, so Pendulum Summon is a form of special summon introduced in Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc V. So that's why we wouldn't know. Pendulum Summon allows a player to summon multiple mon multiple monsters simultaneously. Once per turn during the main phase, if the player if the turn player has a card with a pendulum scale in each of their two pendulum zones for a total of two cards, that player can pendulum summon any number of monsters from their hand or and or any number of face-up pendulum monsters in their extra deck whose individual levels or the level written in the condition of any of the XYZ pendulum monsters are exclusively between the pendulum scales of the cards in their pendulum zones i.e. monsters whose individual levels slash ranks are between the pendulum scales and not the same as the pendulum okay that okay now that I read this out loud that makes sense So, like, basically, if you put down, like, a one on one side and a three on the other, you can play two. Hmm. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, but still, that's confusing as fuck. Yeah. Uh, oh, advanced rulings. Because of the restrictions on levels and ranks, no monsters can be pendulum summons if the cards in the pendulum zones have scales that differ by one or less, i.e. four and four, three and four, four and three. However, there, this has no impact on the usage of pen, pendulum effects. So yeah, it's confusing as fuck. Yeah. That is... It's an overcomplication that wasn't needed. Like... No. But they tried to, you know, they put it out there and they're just like, Hey, here's this. Maybe if you learn it, you'll get really good and you can be unstoppable. Yeah, I don't know. And I'm just... Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna... It's it's struggle to learn. I'm probably gonna end up going after this and jumping onto Yu-Gi-Oh and be like, okay, let's see if I can get this pendulum thing to work now that I understand it a little better. Yeah, I, I just kind of I like the old normal cards. <laughs> you like the old way where it, everything made sense and everything worked out. Yeah. <laughs> and you sat that you didn't have to sit there and be like, okay, so if I. <laughs> I got this card over here. I got this card over here. This card's face down in attack position. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I've been doing this episode. I've been doing a lot of exaggerating. In... <laughs> Oil. Oh. Uh, is it time that we move on to the cards and we talk about how our favorite card deck builds are? Yeah. I think so. Oh boy. It's time to did it did it did it duel. I did that totally wrong. I kind of turned the door to the explorer. Just a little bit. <laughs> Dora, you summoned him to the shadow realms. Dora the explorer. <laughs> yes, let's call it the map. <laughs> Backpack. Backpack, backpack. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Seto, no cartooning. Seto, no cartooning. <laughs> oh my god. I'm a horrible person, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay, I think... Oh, I'm gonna giggle for this a little while, so let, let's move on before I get into another giggling fit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. Okay, so... Ideally... What is your deck? Like... Ha I'm not asking for, like, well, yes, some specific cards, not all the whole thing specific cards, but... Like, what build ideally do you look at well i mainly stuck with effect monsters for the most part and then a lot of different spell cards basically i would try to make it so like every last card that i used dealt direct damage to the player and you and my middle school friend would get along really well because he had the same exact thought process when it came to building his deck. Yeah. Like I was still there. I still had monsters to keep me from taking direct my, uh, damage to me, but I also had all these other cards that just dealt direct damage. That way I could try and beat my opponent without taking too many losses. Very nice. Uh, so what would, in your deck there, what is, was your more po most powerful monster that you had? What would strike the, fe the fear into the heart of men who ever challenged you? Not just the direct damage, but it hits the field and there's like, oh, they quake in their boots. Well, if we were going off uh, anime rules, I added my uh, all five of my pieces for Exodia. Uh, Exodia did get banned in the anime. Yeah. But but then again, there was only one Exodia, one like, which is another thing that bothered me about the show is just like every card is like, oh, there there's no more of these ones. Yeah. There's only five pieces of Exodia. That's all that exists. Mm -hmm. And freaking Weevil Underwood threw them in the ocean. Yeah. Little asshole, anyways. Um, but other than that, um, oh, it was Wing. It wasn't Wing Dragon or Red Eyes Black Dragon. It was uh, Red Eyes. Metal Black Dragon, I think is I. What the hell was it called? Uh, <laughs> you gotta go find it. Okay, black uh Black Metal Dragon was what it was called. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Um, I don't remember exactly like everything on it, but I do remember seeing it once. Yeah, it was. Uh... Uh, you 
can target one red eyes monster you control except for red eyes black chick clip this monster from your hand or on your side of the field and to that target it gains 600 attack if this card is sent from the field to the graveyard you can uh, add one red eyes card from your deck to your hand <clears throat> so I did use a lot of red eyes to kind of bolster my attack but for the most part my uh, the rest of my cards were more effect and spells and traps very nice um, my deck, and this is back uh, when I actually had the money to like go and spend on decks and was able to play and whatnot. I, uh, my deck was actually a, I would, I guess you can closely call it a Dungeons and Dragons deck. Oh yeah. Because it had everything to do with like warriors and dragons and. Like, I had a... I don't know why I'm drawing a huge blank. On this freaking card name for some reason. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to pull it up. If I can learn to spell... Oh, I cannot spell still. Um. God, what was that card? Up there. There it is. I just found it. Uh. No, it's not it either. There it is. Uh, Gaia the Dragon Champion. It wasn't Red Eyes. It was Curse of Dragon. Um. It's been so long since I've actually seen any of these cards. Like, if I remember anything perfectly, it, it'll be amazing. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, my deck was based off of that. So I'd have, I had a red eyes in my deck. I had a blue eyes in my deck. I had the Gaia, the, the Dragon Champion fusion. I had, I had all, a whole bunch of just warrior cards. My deck was specifically built, though, mm -hmm. to hit you hard and fast. Like, literally, as soon as I was able to attack, it was hitting the round. Every card I threw out was hitting the round running. That sounds, uh... That sounds kind of like what, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! did when he, uh, was using Gaia. Yeah, well, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi did, uh, uh, fusion, Gaia the Dragon Champion. Uh, I think it was during the Paradox fight mm -hmm. when because joey had curse of dragon yugi had gaia yeah and they fused them together and they were able to smack down but like i said my deck like if if i got the perfect draw 
every single time. And that's that's always the thing. It's the heart of the cards. Mm. If you get that perfect draw every single time, you could just bitch slap everybody. Yeah, definitely. Like, I would sit there, I'd throw out a card, and then, like, it's say my, my opponent had a Stone Warrior face down defense mode, 2,000 defense points. Not a lot of four stars are going to be able to take that out. No. My deck, on a perfect draw, I could throw down some four-star monster, throw down that power boost, and take out that card. Mm. Like, because my deck is the, is meant to keep my opponent on their toes, and make them try to figure out what's going to happen next. Yeah. Now, I'm kind of looking through Gaia cards, and there are so many different versions of the Gaia card. Oh yeah. There are there are a lot of them. Like, there's one that uses. Uh, Red Eyes, Black Dragon, as the dragon. Now, here's a card, I think, I, I, I was looking for way, way back in the day. I don't know if it's real or not, kind of looking at it, it looks really fake. Mm -hmm. But I would have loved to have this card way back in the day. Red Eyes, Dark Dragoon. It is a fusion of Dark Magician and Red Eyes Black Dragon. Dark Dragon. I, it, like I said, just looking at the picture, it looks fake, but it looks like it would have been cool. Uh, here's one I had, and this was in my deck too. Uh, Bee Skull Dragon. Which is a fusion of Summoned Skull and... Uh, Red Eyes Black Dragon. I think I have that. Yeah. The flaw with that deck, though, the biggest issue with that deck is I had a lot of high power cards. Yeah. And, like, the number of four stars did outnumber the number of five stars and up. But the problem is. If I'm drawing nothing but five stars and up... You're pretty screwed. I'm hurting myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's the hard part is, like, finding the balance of the amount of five stars and up to four stars and low. And... Well, it's like five and six stars is only one monster sacrifice, and then mm -hmm. seven and eight was two. So, like, it, it's very much... Either you're going to hurt yourself or you're going to hurt your opponent. Um, I know there are quite a few like spell and trap cards that you can use to kind of balance that out as well. Uh, that bring out like four stars and below. That way you have those rather in your hand or on the field that you can use but one of my favorite one of my favorite uses also uh -huh. and let me make sure I'm remembering this correctly um, was uh, like monster the card monster resurrection yeah that one was uh, really nice to use 
I'm trying to remember if see if I. I think it's Monster Reborn. Correctly. No, it's there's one called Monster Resurrection. Because um, Monster Reborn became a banned card. Yeah. And oh, it's Monster Reincarnation. Uh. It was uh, discard one card from your hand. Then target one monster from your graveyard, then summon it into your hand, and then pull it and put it in your hand. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, Monster Reborn, I think, became a banned card. Mm. Reborn. Yeah, it did get banned on September of uh oh, it was unbanned in September of 2010, but it was uh banned in 2004 mm -hmm. but you're only allowed one monster reborn in your hand or in your deck but see you can cheat that with a card that can pull like spell cards out of your inventory out of your graveyard yeah um well oh, i got a hiccup yeah uh, that one the yeah the uh but the Dungeons and Dragons deck was definitely my favorite build that I ever had. Like I was saying, mm. that deck can either hurt you or hurt somebody else. There's no in between. Now, I know there's a few like cards where you discard shit and then using like cards like Monster Reincarnation or Monster Born, you can use that to kind of bring back strong monsters to your field, can't you? Uh, yeah, there it, Monster Reborn will let you bring back strong monsters to your field. Okay. Um, there's a... Oh my god, there was a, a... A kid I used to hang out with in middle school. Uh, he had a... He had a really interesting idea on how a uh, Yu-Gi-Oh deck is built. Uh-huh. And I hated playing against him because his deck was, he had nothing over four stars in his deck at all. Mm -hmm. But his entire deck was based on clearing your side of the field of monsters. Yeah. So his low, his low attack monsters can hurt you. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Another thing that, another thing that really strikes, struck, uh, struck me was, uh, and when Yu-Gi-Oh first came out, you had two thousand life points. Yeah. And now you're up to eight thousand. I can understand the increase, and I appreciate the increase because that's the second like a blue eyes comes out, that your day's over. Oh yeah. I appreciate the increase. Yeah. But it's like back then we were sitting there like 2,000 life pointing and just like that kid's deck would just wipe the floor with you. Oh, yeah. Because his, like I said, his deck is designed to clear your side of the field. Oh, yeah. He also had it set up where he, it, if he got the perfect draw at the beginning of the game, you're, the game was over. Because he'll sit there and he'll, he'll play a card, put a monster on the field. Play a different card, put a monster on the field. All before normal summoning. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And it was it was just he was it was terrifying. 
because like the the kid who taught me Yu-Gi-Oh, mm-hmm. he was a beast. He would sit down and just completely like I've seen him just completely destroy people, just decimate everything on the field. Even he's just like I don't like playing against him. <laughs> yeah. He hurts. I seen that kid tear down a Blue Eyes Ultimate. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. He did it with a man-eater bug. Oh, shit. Yeah! That's crazy. How... How fucked is that? That's extremely fucked. Like... I don't even know... Because it's a fusion summon. Well, because Maneater Bug has that effect when you flip it, you can destroy any monster on the field. Yeah. And with Blue Eyes Ultimate being a summon monster, it is, that is classified as a special summon. So Trap Hole doesn't work on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that, his deck, like I said, was designed just to tear you limb from limb and then hurt you, not just life point-wise, but like, Hurt your ego a little bit. Yeah. Like, I got killed by a monster with a hundred with a hundred attack points. <laughs> type of hurt you. <laughs> that would suck. Oh. So have you seen? Like, I want to talk about. Uh, we talked a little bit about decks and whatnot. I want to talk about like changes in cards. Okay. Like, uh, I'm looking up one right now. If I can spell. Okay. Uh, yes, that's one. Uh, let's see if I can pull up and I will... Okay, here's... Please tell me I could just save the image. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, put it in pictures. I'm going to share this on the Discord here. I'm actually going to make a new page for Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. Actually, I'll just put it in podcast. Yeah. Instead of making a new page, I'll worry about that later. Uh, upload. Pictures. Okay, let's see if this loads. Okay. I, you may have seen this before, but the one on the left is the Japanese Dark Magician Girl, and the one on the right is the U.S. Tell me, Tell me do you see a difference here? <laughs> it, it was the right one that was from the U.S.? The one on the right, the one without the tits and without the uh, the star, is, uni- is the U.S. Okay. The one on the left is the Japanese. Yeah, I can see a definite difference. Uh, another excellent difference is like the difference between the manga and the show. The manga was dark. Yeah, big time. Like, Yugi in the manga was playing a game with someone, and they didn't use the cards that we know today. Oh, yeah. He, they played different games. Like, at one point, Yugi, or Yami Yugi, I should say, played a game where him and this other guy put a pile of money on the back of their hands, took a knife, 
and then stabbed into the money. And the first person who stabbed directly into their hand lost. Yeah. And it ended up with the, the other guy trying to cheat, Yugi catching on to this, or Yami catching on to this, and making the guy hallucinate that he is basking in a pile of money, but really he's laying on the side of the road throwing leaves around. <laughs> that was fucked up. Yeah, he was... It was a very, very dark times. Another pr- pr- uh, prime example of how the manga was so much darker. Bandit Keith and Pegasus both died in the manga. Really? Yes, uh, after losing the Joey, Bandis, Bandit Keith threatened Pegasus and dropped through a trap door and slid him straight out of the Duelist Kingdom. He would later show up under the control of Merrick, da 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 His recurrent character. Uh, this is not the case in the original manga. When Bandit Keith threatens Pegasus with a gun, he is trapped under Pegasus' mind control and shoots himself in the head. Then after Pegasus loses to Yuki, Dark Bakura kills him Damn. by ripping the Millennium Eye from his head. Yeah. I know in the anime that his eye did get ripped out, but he didn't die. Yeah, he died in the manga. It was horrible. Yeah, I'd say so. I'm flipping through to see if there's any more inform- any more like standing out dark stuff. It's just really dark times in the mangas. Like, wow. But then again, it also looking at like the difference between. Uh, I mean, I, I'm gonna I'll send you another one here. Um, because you'll recognize you'll rec. This is a. You know what he looks like in the show. Mm-hmm. Let me see if I can find uh, a good pick. Here we go. Uh, save that, and I will go. Where is my Discord? There it is. Here is a picture. Oh, shoot. I think it's that one. No, it's not that one. Uh, is it this one? No. Where did it? It's in save. God dang it. Uh, save image. Save. Oh, that's why. Uh, let me see if I can find a better one then. Because, like, in the show... When Yugi became Yami Yugi, his height changed. Yeah. Do you think they noticed the change? Because, like, every time I watched the sh- I remember watching the show, mm-hmm. it didn't seem like anyone noticed the change. Yeah, I don't think they ever did mention, like, change and everything. Was it meant? Uh, was it mentioned in the manga then? Uh, well, I'm gonna. Sh- sh- I'm sharing the picture here. I don't know if it was ever mentioned in the manga, but he didn't change height. His personality did change. Mm-hmm. 
Um, here we go. Oh, okay. He, he, he looked the exact same. Yeah. Just a little bit more evil. Yeah. He was, uh, he was a really dark character. Well, uh, if you think about it, they were like pharaohs and shit like that, and yeah, pharaohs and Egyptians in real time are fucking horrible people. Oh, I I still remember that line from uh, Assassin's Creed Origins when you meet uh, Cleopatra. Mm -hmm. Who wants to lay in my bed tonight if you don't mind dying in the morning? Yeah. Yeah, they were... And that's that's more. actually how she was. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah, they were good people, so... I, I guess it makes no. sense that... They would have went darker... With the original Yu-Gi-Oh! Manga. Yeah, it makes a whole <clears throat> lot of sense. And then... The United States of America being the way it is, yeah. they have to make everything they, they, nice. Yeah, they really had to censor it down. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'm just curious now. You can go ahead and talk about you. I'm kind of uh, trying to find um, so <laughs> I'm kind of out of shit to talk about. Yeah, I think we've hit the end of this. Um. So we're, all right, so we'll wrap this up. Uh, we're going to try to get more going on all this uh, with this last, oh God, when was the, uh, when was our last episode? Like, it was our first episode. Yeah, uh, between then and now, we had a lot going on with the holidays. Uh, I ended up breaking my ankle and I've been home a lot, which isn't much of an excuse that we haven't done anymore, but at the same time, I've been in a lot of pain. Yeah. So, it's, uh... We're gonna try to jump on it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's been partly my fault that we haven't, but at the same time... Yeah, I've I, had a few things, too. <laughs> uh, but we will definitely try to get more into doing all of getting onto this more uh we're gonna try are we do, trying to do weekly or bi-weekly um i think we were trying to do bi-weekly all right bi-weekly works for me that gives plenty of time to figure things out yeah um i will definitely try not to be that dickish idea i always have where i'm just gonna drop the idea on you as soon as we <laughs> do it <laughs> 
Yeah. I I keep thinking about it too, and it's usually about stuff that we can we know we can talk about. Oh yeah. Uh. Like, one of these days, I'm just gonna if, if I ever do it, just expect a satisfactory episode, or a seven days to die episode. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna definitely try to talk about more. Um, I'm gonna. We're gonna definitely try more focused on like specific games uh that we did have an episode that attempt we attempted to record but like i said i made a mistake on it i forgot to save my stuff and it was lost to the wind yeah. and so we're gonna have to re-record that uh we are gonna do like general idea episodes which like that one was was action games where we just kind of talk about where games where you run around fight or run around shoot whatever mm-hmm. um we are definitely going to have more focused episodes. And I think we should have episodes where one of us gets on, has a subject that we, that we personally know that the other one is not familiar with. Because I think that a whole idea behind it just like opens up like new horizons and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And definitely getting someone else's point of view. And I definitely think we need to do an episode of the absolute worst game we've ever played hmm. yeah we because should. as of right now i just as soon as i said that one just popped in my head and i'm just like mm. <laughs> <laughs> actually there two just popped in my head which pretty said i did not mean to thump my microphone <laughs> yeah. all right well uh thank you all for listening uh again i i'm mike uh you can find me at uh i Oh my god, I think our Twitter was... I haven't looked at it in forever. I think our Twitter was Garscast. Uh, I'm making mistakes here, I apologize. Uh, I don't think we have a Facebook yet. Uh, You can also find me on Twitch and YouTube under Villainry Gaming. And of course with me, as always, is Swithin. And you can find him on Twitch and YouTube also, right? Yeah as Squatch Gaming? Uh, Squatch 2094. I, I, I know it's 2094. And it's like, I, I thought one, at one point you changed to Squatch Gaming, and I'm just like, okay. Yeah. I see. I, 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 he's on my freaking thing, too, where whenever he does stream, it pops up on his channel, and I just don't even think about it. <laughs> Alright, well, thank you, everyone, and We will catch you in the next one. Laters. Later.